Welcome to the GNC Show. I'm your host, Justin Gwynn. We're along with my co-host, Joe Cooper. Yeah, we're here. It's a little different, ain't it? It's a little different. <laughs> well, it's been... Um, it's been a minute. It has been. I don't know how many weeks it's been, but... We're here. Yeah, life. It's awesome. Oh, man. We, we must be doing something right as much trouble as we've been having to try to get this yeah. up and going. There's been some uh, extenuating circumstances come in the way. So. Right. You know, it, it is what it is, though. We just keep chugging along and see what happens. I'm very quiet. I see that. Maybe it's too close to me. It'd be all right. I don't know. We're not editing this. We're all gonna, you're going to live with whatever right. we put out there. <laughs> we got a new setup and we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, and you guys get to deal with it. Oh, well. We'll figure it out. Maybe, eventually. So. Well, we went and saw uh, Kingdom Men Rising last week. True story. Got to take, uh, how many end up coming with us? Uh, there was five plus your two, so seven of us all together. Seven all together? Mm-hmm. Um, I had two from the gym. Mm-hmm. We rode, five of us from church rode up there together. Um, what'd you think? I thought the movie was really good. I mean, it was not what I was expecting. I was expecting uh, a lot less, maybe, or not less, no. I was expecting more of a uh, film, like uh, like the Courageous films or uh, something like that. But overall, I thought it was really nicely well put together. I mean, it ended up being kind of like a documentary, self-help type Right. I I thought it might be something along those lines, but I didn't know exactly what it would be. Yeah. I kind of thought more along the lines of other people. I didn't realize, like, mm-hmm. Dr. Tony Evans and his family was being going to play such a big part in it. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, yeah. got to hear their stories. And I didn't realize that is... Uh, Sons were that involved, you know. One of them's a uh, chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he kind of took he took Tony's spot, right? Because wasn't Tony a chaplain for them for a while? I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I listen to all his stuff, but I don't yeah. know past. I think whenever uh, the Kingdom Man book or the Kingdom Man book, the Bible study that we're doing, I think he mentions in the first video that he was a chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, I must just miss that or forgot about it. One of the two. Either way, that was. I mean, if it goes strictly off what the book was, you know, that was 2012. So that, I mean, seven years. Mm, you know. Lots of yeah. <laughs> seven years. There's no joke about that. Yeah. But you know him. Him starting out, you know, talking to his dad, and that I can't think of his name, but the gentleman that helped him go to college, mm-hmm. you know, that just yeah. that just shows you, you know, someone who was well off, um, helping somebody, you know, who wasn't and didn't have any means of paying him back, right? But he was blessed and gave him some some help, but also gave him, you know, incentive to do. Do it himself, you know, told me he paid for his first two years of college. Right. But he had to find somewhere to pay for the other two. And if he did that, he would have a job managing mm-hmm. at his company, which, I mean, that's awesome. Oh, absolutely. And to guarantee, have a guaranteed job out of college. Right. I mean, now <laughs> would be amazing. 
uh, back in what was that the seventies ish? Probably, yeah. I would think that. Exactly. I mean, I don't really know what the you know I can't tell you because I wasn't alive then to tell you what it would be like to have a job coming up. But I know it would be nice to know now to right. be like, hey, you go do this, and I guarantee you a job. You have a position at my whatever my establishment. Well, and you know Tony took that initiative yeah. and went and came back after that first year and said you can keep your money I got a scholarship for the other three years you yeah. know and that just kind of shows you um, the way he was brought up his dad worked all those jobs trying mm-hmm. to make ends meet mm-hmm. and had that instilled in Tony that you work you do whatever it takes to get it done and you know he, he did that through school right? and really changed the outlook on their family you know it wasn't just a uh a little change it was a generational change right absolutely and he took took over from from his dad his dad you know made it through so the kids could have something Mm -hmm. um also started leading them to church and Mm -hmm. changed that Mm -hmm. and it talks about in the kingdom man book about the percentage of if the man is saved and leaves leads the family versus right. that the mom's saved mm-hmm. leads the family versus the kids being saved and trying to lead the family you know, yeah. it just drops tremendously yeah. <laughs> if it's not the man leading right. so his dad not only did that but then was able to instill you know how to work in Tony that turn around now look at how Tony's affecting people how his kids are affecting people and how just so much has changed right uh, you know just to be able to say that you was able to help like that Right. It's kind of uncanny, you know, you don't don't really think about that kind of picture. I think that's where we kind of uh, fall on our faces, you know, as men or as people in general. We forget that we are more than who we are to ourselves. I mean, the world looks at us completely different than the way we see ourselves in the mirror. And the way we present ourselves is is so important in, you know, being that, that... you know, that inspiration and leader and a stand-up guy, the guy that will tell you how, you know, tell you like it is and how to be, you know, who you are and uh, help you get where you need to be, not just throw it in your face, this is how it is, but, you know, be a helping hand along the way too. Be a guide, a counselor, a guide, uh, guidance. Um, what, what did you get most out of the movie? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, just how important again it is you know we we tend to label what what being a christian really is and we get lost in those labels i think and we try to live up to expectations that we just can't live up to yeah we need to be as christ-like as possible every single day and you know if you were striving to be that way then it gets easier but you can't expect to do it overnight, and the, the you know one of the things that stood out was there was a a production dude who said, uh, "How do we not make it weird?" You know that was right. one thing. You know how do we get to be a Christian where we're not weird? You know you know praise this, praise that, and don't get me wrong, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. If that's how you are comfortable with God, then go for it. But if you're worried about how people are going to look at you, number one, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> but uh, if you're weird, you know, if you don't want to be the weird person in the room, you can feel comfort in knowing that you can still go and you can still like football or you can still, you know, enjoy 
some of what life has to do as long as you don't make it you know an idol you know put it before god or anything i i thought tony did a good job of really um telling them that you know it's it's our job to be christian in that atmosphere yeah and he talked about who jesus chose as disciples right you know and that it's not necessarily the best thing in the world to to do that Mm -hmm. if you don't have the right mindset right like uh, John Kidna talked about, you know, he was on yeah. fire for God and everything. Mm-hmm. Was in the NFL for three or four years. Next thing he knows, you know, he's leading the Bible study group and everything like that. He winds up at the strip club with everybody. Yeah. And it's just like, how, how did you let yourself get that far? <laughs> but he didn't even really think that of it. You know, he said, he said, well, one of the guys called him out for yeah. it and said, hey, man, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean, what am I doing? It's <laughs> like, why? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they going to respect me if I'm not doing the same stuff right. they are? My head's like, why would they respect me if, <laughs> if you're going to the strip club? Yeah, yeah you they're know? completely diminishing your testimony or your uh, uh, your guidance, your, te- your testimony. Right. I mean, he was trying to like lead, wasn't he even, he, like you said, he was trying to lead a Bible study right. or something with him, and it just wasn't, yeah, I would think, if I'm a new Christian and seeing him do that, uh, why do I have to change? You right, know? exactly. You know what? That that just really uh, digs in home everyone thinking, you know, oh, you're a Christian, well, you're a hypocrite. Yeah. You do one thing on Sunday and then you do the rest, you know, six days a week after that. What are you doing on Friday or Saturday? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, why should I listen to you on Sunday or Wednesday or whenever Bible study is? Yeah. But um, I did did like the fact that, you know, he, he was open and honest about it and said, you know, that's what I did. I screwed up. I quit doing that. Mm-hmm. And then they said when he wound up at the Cowboys, the first thing he did was walk in, get out his little, I guess, boom box. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, just get it out, you know, and start blaring Christian music. Yep. And everyone at the locker room, in the locker room was yelling at him and was trying to blare whatever they was listening to. And he's like, look, I ain't turning it down. No. <laughs> what you're listening to isn't good for you. No. You know, you don't like it. Well, stand over there because this is what I'm listening to. Yep. And then just the impact he had on that by the end of the season that music was turned off mm-hmm. and most people were trying to get around him or get their lockers tra- traded yep. to his getting as know? close to kitten as possible right and so that just that just shows you that if you take the right mindset you know and not try to mold yourself to the world but try to be a christian and let the world you know revolve around you yeah. you know try to try to shape itself but you know you're that peg in the square hole mm-hmm. and you're fitting there and they have to, you know, get over it. Yeah. And I, that that really, really kind of sunk in with me because that's what we're dealing with nowadays. Oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're the minority. Mm-hmm. And everyone has taken the Bible and God's Word and turned it to what they want to get out of it. Yep. Instead of, you know, keeping it how it's written. He wrote it for a certain <laughs> way. And yeah. we've talked about the different versions and stuff like that maybe something getting lost in translation but they're dumbing it down so much now and yeah. watering it down that you're just picking and choosing yeah. and yeah. parts of verses to get yeah. you know everything across for them and yeah, well, i mean we've been kind of guilty for of that for generations i mean why do you think we have different denominations right you took out what you know everybody interpreted the, the word differently and went and started their own church i mean again we talked about that before but you're right. You know, we can't expect for everybody to uh, 
to get in line if we can't even you know follow the guidelines you know i mean it's pretty it's pretty black and white and red because whatever is in the bible is you know is what it should be right um i also liked uh, how uh lecrae and uh Kenneth Franklin, I think, was his yeah, name. Yeah, Kenneth Franklin. That's um, a producer. Yeah. How uh, they just opened up about the past. Yeah. You know, they had some pretty rough upbringings. Yep. And uh, did some pretty rough stuff growing up and didn't think twice about it. But they, you know, found Christ mm-hmm. and changed and started growing. And Tony was a huge part of that. Um and then just to use that for their testimony, they're both recording artists now, you know, yeah. and singing, singing, I don't know what Franklin sings, but Lecrae's singing, yeah. you know, stuff that you hear on Caleb and everything like that. So, you know, they're trying to use their platform right. for the good. And just just knowing that, we, we hear it in the Bible all the time, you know, how he used Moses and mm-hmm. David and everybody else, Abraham, you know, used them all when, they didn't feel like they could be used. Right. Um, everyone had their own faults. Mm-hmm. Um, yet God used that to his advantage, you know. And then to hear that modern day, mm-hmm. that well, who cares if I'm a screw up? Right. You know, I mean, I, I've I've been I've been saved. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all in the past. And now it's my job to be as Christ-like as possible and be the disciple that I should be mm-hmm. and spread the word and try to bring glory to God. Right. I mean, obviously we have to learn from our screw-ups, we have to learn from our past, and we have to move on. But also, you know, like you were saying, God uses all that for His glory. I mean, He can take whatever we're going through and use it to the benefit of somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not always just about us. We have to think in the bigger scheme of things that he would rather have us, you know, be able to tell a story and help somebody lead them to him over us have to dwell in, in that, you know. Uh, so, yeah, them sharing their testimony or their backstory helps how many people? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the whole study of the kingdom man thing is kind of is relevant to those who have a, a broken past. I mean, we talk um, the, some of the first lines in the study are uh, talking about statistics of uh, families without fathers. You know, mm-hmm. even if they're in the home or whatever, they're still missing out. Yeah. So, I mean, it it really you know tugs at you that hey, it's our job. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter your past doesn't matter what you're going through right now. It's God's plan. Mm-hmm. He's got something for you. And if you can lean on him through it, then you will get through it. And someone will get what they need to out of it. Yeah. Whether that's you at the present, you 10 years from now, 15 years <laughs> from now, or if it's some stranger that just sees you going through it. Yeah, absolutely. Or hears your testimony and they realize that they're not the only one who struggles and dealing with that and they see how you're overcoming it well then they try to grow their relationship Mm -hmm. and you know all of a sudden you have someone else that just got their life turned around all because you was willing to open up 
mm-hmm. and talk about what God is doing in your life. Yeah, be, uh, you know, uh, obedient. Yeah, right. obedient and listen to what he has to tell you or what he has for you. And if he's telling you to go tell your testimony or he's telling you to go, you, you don't even have to give your whole life story. If you can, if he's telling you to tell some part of your life that, and you don't have to know who needs to hear it, it's God. <laughs> God wants you to do it. Go do it. Right. Um, Sunday we had the song and testimony, mm-hmm. and I had to run home to the chicken house. Right. And I didn't know you guys was going to maybe come up here and talk about the movie, you know, kind of thing. Uh, that got sprung on me. But uh, I was already thinking that I need to get up there and just thank everybody for yeah. all the kind words and prayers and stuff that we've been getting. And uh, didn't didn't really give that much thought. Then when that happened, it's like, all right. I have to get up there because <laughs> something's trying to keep me from going. Yep. You know, and then just getting up there, I didn't say a whole lot. Nope. Everyone got done talking, you know, just said a few words. But you know, I get down there and everyone's fussing at me for trying to make them cry. And this and that. <laughs> so, well, I didn't really mean to. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we all know and we're thankful that we're going through it with you. Right. You know, and that you were able to share it with us. So that we could share the burden, you know, the going back to the equally yoked thing, uh, we need to be there for you and us being able to just even just pray over you or have you in our thoughts every day and you to know that, I mean, that's important. Right. And I mean, we can, we, we can definitely tell, you know, we feel it. Um, we had our second ultrasound, Mm -hmm. um, Everything looked about like the first one. Right. Um, baby's still growing. She's right on cue as far as that goes. But the brain, stem, everything back right. there doesn't seem to be, you know, we go back for another ultrasound, I guess in six weeks, probably five weeks now. That was last okay. Wednesday, so five weeks now. And take another look, see, and see what's going on. But you know, that's what we're dealing with right yeah. now. And to just be able to, you know, know that everyone's out there praying, you know, people we don't even know is praying. Yeah. It's made these last few weeks so much easier than the first few weeks we was dealing with. And that's what God wants. He wants you to be able to have that support system, not just to count on him, but you have other people that count on him to count on you. Right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, we talked about it briefly, you know, when, after the ultrasound, I messaged you and everything. And we even said, you know, it only takes an, or you messaged me, it only takes an instant. Right. So, I mean, anything can still happen. Mm, there's still plenty of time. Yeah. Or, like I said, she could maybe be somebody else's miracle. Yeah. Or this is just going to be one of those times where it's, it's our story is going to help yep. somebody at some point or another. Right. You know, um. Or someone just seeing us going through it right now. Um, you guys keep telling me, you know, that, oh, you guys are so strong on this and that. It's like, <laughs> you guys see the good stuff. <laughs> You're good at putting on a good uh, front, aren't you? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's better every day, but it's just one of those things I don't even hardly think about. And I think that's just because of the prayers. I mean, I, I think about it, but I don't think, think about it coming out that we're being so strong, you know, no. I don't think of it that way. Yeah. I think of it like, yeah, we're going through a, a tough time and everything like that, but it doesn't, you know, correlate over to that in my yeah. head until someone says something. It's like, 
really because I don't feel like I'm being very strong. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that goes back to the beginning whenever, you you know, we talked about, um, oh, I guess I lost it. <laughs> but uh, going back to whenever, you know, not telling anybody and you weren't going to hold it all in. And, and I don't, I'm not trying to say that you were trying to keep from people from going through that, but I understand now you know, you don't want to go through that hurt every day. And that, you know, being strong is, you know, especially in your world might be different, you know, being a power lifter and everything that's different, but emotionally strong and uh, faithfully strong is different. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've definitely been learning that here. <laughs> um, but you know, we, we, we stopped and ate as a group there afterwards. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, I did too. Getting to, just getting to be with everybody. Yeah. You know, that like-minded group. Um, but a few different uh, point of views, you know. And, right. And that was just nice to get out and, and fellowship. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, that was the thing that I enjoyed the most, being able to see how they interpreted the movie and to see how, you know, how it was absorbed or where it was absorbed. You know, you and I have a conversation almost daily, but to see the effects that it has on people that we don't hang out with. So. Absolutely. And then Friday night, you didn't get to come, but uh, they had the men's thing at mm. uh, Ridgetop, and uh, everyone was there but you. Yeah, no. Whatever. I know, you have to go on. But, uh, you know, he, one of the first things he started talking about was... Um, angels where angels have been he talked about the i can't think of the verse right now but uh, how uh angels carry you to heaven and so first thing i'm trying to cry because oh, yeah. my, my thoughts just go straight to <laughs> where we might be going you know, in the next right. few months and uh he he spread the message and it was about it was along the same thing you know manning up and then we get to the point where uh he starts talking about uh it's okay to cry, you know. It's like, well, good thing because that's all I've been doing, you know. But it, it, it just kind of everything kind of kind of carried over and went along the same lines, and it's just the same stuff we've been hearing, you know. Yeah. We need to we need to be looking to God, and we need to be, you know, in prayer, in our book, um, you know, being in the living water. Mm-hmm. Everything just from the Bible study I'm doing with the youth to the Kingdom Man thing we're doing, the movie we watched, and then to go to that, and then every random thing I happen to read, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. I, I feel his presence. I know he's there. I oh, just, absolutely. Yeah, if you're if you're missing all that, right. <laughs> you're not looking. <laughs> and, and I've told you more than once that but what I'm struggling with is, is I have enough faith that if it's in, in the cards for us, he, he'll take care of her. But... I also don't want to have my hopes up where yeah. I'm just devastated if, if if she isn't healed. Yeah. And then I get to second guessing myself, like, well, then do I really have faith or am I doubting myself? And that that's really what I've been fighting here the last little bit. And I know that's just my human nature getting in right. my head and everything along mm-hmm. those lines. I was talking to, to Shane about it um, Friday night. You know, I told you guys that again, but we was talking there afterwards and uh, 
I told him, I said, it kind of hit me today in the chicken houses. Um, I went early so I could get to that. And uh, of all things, I left my headphones. Oh. And that's, you know, yeah. that's how one way I keep my mind at, at yeah. bay, kind of is listening to all those podcasts I listen to. And so I'm turning out chickens and walking chickens for four or five hours with nothing but my own thoughts. So I did a lot of praying and different things like that and uh, singing some old hymns in my head, you know. There you go. Just, trying to keep my mind from going a thousand different places. And uh, it just kind of dawned on me in the middle of the chicken house there and uh, house two on the old farm got to see me cry like a baby. (laughs) But it's like, so the worst worst case scenario, you know, she doesn't make it Mm -hmm. and she goes to heaven. Well then, I've already got a third of my girls to heaven. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, that was kind of big relief but also you know pretty hard to it's a little bit of pressure too now you got two to work on right to think of that but just you know and then him talking about the angels yeah you know being there and carrying her home right and then sunday i'm getting in the truck we're waiting on on casey i got all the girls in there and she's i don't know what she was doing grabbing her drink or something Mm -hmm. and uh Remy said, where's mommy at? I said, oh, she's coming here in a minute. She said, uh, is uh, Sissy healed yet? <laughs> I said, um, no, not yet. Um, not not that we know of yet. Right. We'll go back to the doctor in a little bit. When's Jesus going to heal her? <laughs> I said, well, baby, he's either going to heal her in mommy's belly or he's going to heal her in heaven. <laughs> so he is going to heal her. Well, yeah, that's right. I said, one way or another, he's going to heal her. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, and by the time she got through the car, I was like, change the subject, please. Yeah, please. we got to move. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, just, it, it, it really gets me when, when Remy asks questions. Yeah. You know, and here, in the last few few nights, I think probably leading up to the ultrasound Tuesday, so about eight days now, um, every night, they want to pray for, if you ask Remy, she wants to pray for baby faith. And then <laughs> Sadie will even say, baby hope. Oh, really? So it's like, well... You got one or the other. Right, you know, and, and so they, they don't say a whole lot. I mean, right. she'll say a little bit. Amen's her favorite thing to say. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Remy will, will say a little prayer or something, and they're usually, you know, pretty pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. And it's just... That gets me most. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they don't even understand the full context of what's going on. But they know enough that mommy's hurting or it's hurting daddy or, you know, they can tell. Even if you're big, strong in front of them, Mm -hmm. they can still, they can see, they can read through us like it's nobody's business. Oh, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It was good for me to to do all that. I hope hope we can get some more stuff going along those lines. Um, I think the Kingdom Man thing is going to be... What that things that I sent you? June? It's going to be a streaming thing, yeah. Is it June? I don't remember. Hold on. I don't know. But um, they're going to they're going to stream it, so maybe we can can play it here at the church. Yeah, we had talked about, uh, or I think Rita told me that Dusty had called um, called uh, Bill not too long after the move or the next day. Right. And it was like, maybe when that movie comes out, we can have a thing at the church. Mm-hmm. 
and invite area men to right. the church and have it here. And I think that would be that would be a good thing to do. Yeah, and so that just if we can get that going, then that just kind of reconfirms everything, and that would be a great to just open it up to the community. Yeah, and I think that we would have a better turnout. Not that we didn't have, you know, I think the people that needed to go win. Right. But I mean, you always want more people to go. Right. And with that, maybe we can, you know, schedule a little bit better since we can actually discuss it and not be like, here's the set days you come or you don't and make it work where, you know, maybe some Saturday yeah. or something, we could get a whole bunch together. Well, yeah. Like, cause the women have had, uh, They've had simulcast yeah. here. So, I mean, uh, what was the movie, like an hour and a half long? Yeah, it wasn't over that long. So, I mean, surely we could do it on a Saturday, you know, late afternoon, maybe even late early evening right. so the guys can get their chores done or whatever and then come over and check it out. Absolutely. Um, I'd love to watch it again just because I'd like to sit down and listen to everything and see what I wanted to take notes the first night right. that we went and I had a notebook and I was like you know they're going to have lights off right. I'm not going to be able to see Diddley I, I can't see my driving after <laughs> I wrote it when the lights are on let alone with the dark but, yeah, so, I, was, I was glad to see the turnout um, didn't even mention that we got there not knowing yeah. if there would be anything and there was church vans and church buses lining the parking lot um, first thing as we're walking up there there's probably a group of 20 30 men in a circle praying yep um we had several different um i guess pastors i don't know what else they would have been uh, youth um, leaders i mean i don't know i guess out, been. handing out tickets you know they had just bought a, a whole bunch of tickets and was just handing out and we were lucky enough we we all got in free yeah um and they had made the comment to you that as they was going in that they hoped more people showed up they had 25 or something more tickets to give out you know it's just like, so I was afraid no one would it, no one would show up. You know, yeah. That because we hadn't heard about it yeah. at all, and yeah. then I listened to his podcast, and that's what I'd heard about it. Yeah. And so I was just worried that it'd be a, a bust, oh, but nobody would be there. And I was even worried about that. I was texting you, you know, can you double check <laughs> and make sure it is playing? Yeah. Make sure they don't like scratch it. You right. know, no interest in it or something. Yeah. Just nobody show up. But I was glad to see that the thing was packed. We got there right at seven. And, of course, the movies don't start on time, you know. No. But we was almost front front row. There was, what, maybe six rows in front of us? Yeah, not, ma- not many. <laughs> and that's a pretty good-sized movie theater for around here anyway. Yeah. And, you know, men dirty and everything from work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people just showed up, and, and that was good. Watched it and I was I was definitely happy to see that. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, well, we picked up Shane on the way, and he was worried about... Cause he had just got done, you know, working the fields, and, and right. I was like, "Well, I don't. I look a mess. Just get in the truck." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got in. He's like, "So, what are we watching?" Yeah, like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It'll be all right. <laughs> but no, I thought we had a good uh, span of ages that right. went. Mm-hmm. It looked like in the crowd there were everybody from you know older teenagers to you know sixty, seventy year old men. Right. So I think that the the I guess everybody could get something from it and and they did. And right. I mean, I hope they did because right. it was good. I I agree. I, I think I know. I definitely got something from it. And if you went there with you know the thought of, I think if you were willing to go to it, then you probably got something out of it. Yeah, exactly. Right place, yeah. Because why would you 
go to something like that if if you weren't there for the right reasons. Yeah, there's no reason to go there to be hating on anything because it's not going to do you any good. (laughs) There was nothing, you know, and I get you know, I guess the way the the world is right now, I had different thoughts about when the movie started, about what it was going to entail and the story that was going to tell, but. That was never a focus. It shifted pretty quickly and went to, you know, got down to the hard stuff. Right. You know, stepped on your toes, made you think about what you were really uh, doing in your life and, you know, being a better man and being a better husband. You know, that was one of the s- stories that got was uh, the young guy. He was a pastor and mm-hmm. he lost his wife. Right. Uh, just suddenly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything. She went for a run. Yeah, he went for the run, and oh, she okay. he came back, right. and she was they were writing a book together, and she had to sign some things, but he said came back, and she was uh, does her normal thing, like wanted to go take a nap real quick, and went up there, and then just kind of progressed to the night, wasn't doing well, and then just lost her suddenly. But you know, you could tell that the relationship that he had with her and the the godly man that he was already because he wasn't you know tony evans was there because they were all close anyway close families and tony said he came out of the room where his his friend's wife had been and the man was out there singing praise music with his girls Mm -hmm. i mean (laughs) no yeah right yeah they said said you know they could they could tell he was hurting but the only way he could fathom to get through it was to praise God praise God and he was there singing with his girl and yeah that yeah that was tough yeah it was I was I definitely wasn't going to the movie expecting to <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah that one got me I was sitting there like just suck it up we're in a room full of men yeah. <laughs> that's right man. it's okay to cry it's okay well I hadn't seen that message yet no. <laughs> we got through pretty you know we got lucked out that the weather was off that day you know and then right. Next day, not so lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was another one of those things that could have been a whole lot worse. You know, yeah. they're, they're over having baccalaureate right now, yeah. and it, it could have been another Joplin. Right. I mean, obviously, we don't have the numbers of Joplin. Right, but it still could have been you know quarter of the town gone. Yeah. So if it was just a little bit further over, further north, yeah. So definitely, and nobody even got hurt in the deal. Yeah. Not even that. I mean, property is property, but right. damage is damage, but no one. Yeah, like Paul said, not a scratch. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, how, how, how can you not be thankful for that? Yeah. I mean, it could have been, you know, I, I was sitting there talking to you via mm-hmm. text message, and I was like, where are you at? And you told me you were in the basement. I was like, cool. And you said, well, we're getting a lot of hail. All right. So I'm looking at the radar, and I'm texting my brother in law, and I'm like, where are you at? And he's like, we're watching it. And I said, dude, the hook is coming right towards Wheaton. Get, got, you know, get somewhere. And he's like, I'm getting, we're getting there. I only have 38% battery left. And I said, fine, message me when you're fine. Right. <laughs> and so then they went down into their cellar and they just, you know, ride it out. And I mean, it was 150 yards from their house. Oh, yeah. That's, so, that's a little too close for coming. Uh, yeah. And he said he felt, it felt different than normal because you know normally we get sirens around here all the right. time 
And a lot of times you just go out there and, you know, you gawk. You stand out there and you try and see it. Because me, I want to see one. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't know that I want it to be 100. 100. <laughs> yeah. So he said it just felt different. He's like, I don't need to go outside. So he stayed in there and he could just, you know, everything went calm. And then it was just chaos. Right. I've been kind of close to you a couple, but not like that. So I can only yeah. imagine, you know. I was messaging you because I saw the one in the Osho, and I was like, oh, man, where are you at? (laughs) I I was thinking about running to the Osho at the end of the month, and I had some stuff to get done, but I decided... Yeah, it could wait. (laughs) I guess it was a good thing I did. Nothing really panned out in the Osho, and nothing really panned out over there where Lou was at, so, I mean... Still, you know, uh, it's better. (laughs) I'd much rather be there than, you know, trying to dodge 45-pound... Flying on my head. That ain't no joke. <laughs> <laughs> you, but, you don't want to try and let you know be all strong man in that. No, no, I mean, no discus throw. Good, good place to be. Tornado hit. Don't let you get whacked upside the head with. No, thank you. Oh. It's like a, I think it was it Twister that movie Twister. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Where they go in that barn and it's all those butcher knives and everywhere. It's like, ah, why would all I want to? Need is a strap. <laughs> Tie yourself to the piping of the well. Right. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you ride it out. Yeah, I'm sure that belt will hold just fine. Mm-hmm. EF3 right. tornado just trying to pick you up. It's right. all right. No big deal. Right. I, I'm really glad, you know, it didn't go further north than wipe out everything because, you know, it'd be a mess. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's a mess anyway, but it would have been so much, mm-hmm. you know. And it goes to show that no matter how much the world tries to tell you that we're divided, right. people came together. Mm-hmm. Nobody even thought anything of it. Mm-hmm. You know, people were on the phone saying, what do you need? Right. How quickly can we get there? You know, what do you want us to bring? How can we help? And that just goes to show you that at the heart of it all, mm-hmm. people still want to be good. Right. So Sometimes that's all it takes a little... Yeah. something to get your attention and make you realize mm. that hey life is short and you better get stuff in order yeah. I mean and how quickly are we going to forget that though because I mean I don't know how uh, quickly are we forgotten 9-11 exactly that's my point you know you get to something like that and everybody I mean it's a good two weeks at least that everybody was still and I'm sure it probably lasted longer than mm-hmm. you know when you're there right. But throughout the world, or throughout yeah. our country anyway, right. probably two weeks, and we were back to our old ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it, but, well, we about ran out of time. I think we should bring this one in for a landing. Um, probably, because who knows how this is going to sound. <laughs> right. All right, well, hope you can hear us all. Uh, hope you next week. don't think you're on some kind of psychedelic trip, because right now that's what it is for me. So <laughs> <laughs> have a good one.